Hello, everyone, and welcome to Real Talk with Bria Realtors. We are excited to have you listening today. I'm your 2023 Bria President, David DiDomenicus, and joining me today is your President-elect, Ray Petro, and past President, John Odie. Welcome, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you. Now, with this being the first episode of Real Talk, let me go over a few things before we really get real. These podcasts will be available to our members and the greater community every month and will cover topics anywhere from how to know when you're ready to sell to the importance of supporting our community. This is a place where anything and everything can be discussed. We at the Brantford Regional Real Estate Association value information sharing and our podcast will be just for that. Let us know if you have any specific topics you want us to cover or a guest you want us to feature. Head over to www.bria.com forward slash podcast and let us know what you think. Now, gentlemen, let's get real. We're just getting into 2023. How's it treating you so far? And do you like what the market is showing you so far? Ray, I'm going to start with you. Thanks, David. Thanks for having me. And um, good question. Um, do I like what the market is showing me so far? Um, yes and no. You know, what, what, I, what I see the market is showing us right now is, is we're in a balanced market, traditionally a balanced market. And coming out of the market that we just saw and we just we all live through and we know the, the pros and cons of that market, um, it's hard to understand that this is what real estate's supposed to be like. You know, it should be a balanced market. It shouldn't be absolute chaos for buyers and it shouldn't be an you know, absolute monopoly for sellers. So I like what the market's showing me. Really what I'm waiting for, and I think a lot of realtors and, and people in general are waiting for is, you know, when is the consumer confidence going to come back? Because we know right now a lot of buyers have sort of put their foot on the brake. Not sure, you know, what the future, short-term future looks like. So they're putting their buying and their purchases on hold. Once the consumer confidence is back and we understand, you know, that we've essentially hit the bottom and rates have stopped climbing, I think we'll see an even better and healthier market. That's a great point, Ray. Thank you. Is there something that um, was unusually that you're looking forward to in 2023 in terms of the market? Is it mainly that recovery, would you say? Yeah. I mean, I think the, the biggest thing I'm looking forward to is, you know, giving buyers a bit more time. Um, that I'm looking forward to. I think, uh, you know, we're coming out of this chaos. Buyers had mere minutes to make decisions and some of them the largest decision they'll ever make in their life. Uh, or largest purchase, I should say. Um, now I think buyers have a bit of time. They can revisit a property a second time, you know, uh, feel confident using conditions. And it's just an easier market for everybody to work in. So I'm looking forward to that. Awesome. Thanks so much, Ray. And uh, John, what are you looking forward to in 2023? And um, how's it treating you so far? And, and what are your thoughts on the market? So far, so good. I mean, there is more more balance out there. There's more product out there. I mean, everybody seems to be waiting for the next rate increase, or if there is one on the 25th. And I will echo what Ray said. Buyers do have more time. How it's treating me, it, it, I mean, I listed one yesterday and sold it the same day. So it, it's treating me great. There's more and more product out there. There's, buyers are on the fence. And I think we'll, we'll see what happens on the 25th with the rate announcement uh it's going to change somewhat the buyer's confidence and hopefully if there isn't a, a, an increase but they they predict 
maybe a 0.25, 25 basis points of increase. But we'll wait and see. Thanks, John. And I don't know about you guys. I found it unusually busy over the Christmas period. Like third quarter was steady. And, and I agree, it was a balanced market. But I found like it was an unusually busy time through through Christmas and even New Year's. And we saw a good amount of activity and, um, you know, showings and sales. And and it was unusually unusual in that regard. Did you guys experience something similar? Or? I, I noticed that. I, I generally have a good December annually, but this year seemed to be a little bit busier than most. Uh, and I think to, it's some of the, com- the consumer confidence and the fact that there's more product out there. So the consumers actually had some time to go view two or three or four properties in their range. Good point. And, and to add to that, I think a lot of buyers were trying to get in and, and, and grab something before the rate hike happened again. And, and while they had their pre-approvals at a good rate. So I think that caused this little mini little mini market burst, I'll call it, in December, where people were just generally, um, or the market was just generally busier than, than traditional. Yeah, and, and we're seeing that kind of continue into the first half of January here. And, and it's kind of nice. And it's, um, it, so there's a lot of positives to take out of the current market conditions. We're going to back up here. Obviously, we've got myself as president, um, John as past president, and Ray as president-elect. So we've got a, a pretty good perspective um, in this podcast. And we had a tremendous year last year in Bria. We celebrated our 80th anniversary, um, did a lot of great events. There's so much to talk about. But if you guys can share with me, uh, you know, a couple of your favorite memories for 2022 for our listeners to hear. Let's start with John this time. My favorite memory of 2022 would have been our, our stakeholders event where we, we took um, everybody from near and far. We hired Nick Nanos for the first ever uh, public opinion poll where we, we uh, had him interview almost 800 people throughout the city of Brantford and the county of Brant. And it basically told us what the people of Brantford, Brant County are thinking. And it was such a great, a successful event that we are hearing from boards, not only across the province, but across the country and how we housed it, what we did and how it was done. So it was a huge, huge success. Thanks, John. Yeah. And I think, you know, I, I have the exact same answer, if, if I may. I mean, my, my proudest uh, accomplishment and, and proudest moment of 2022 was our GRC stakeholder event. And, and I really do want to re- reiterate what uh, John said here. Um, you know, people around the country are talking about Brantford. And I want Bria members to know this. And I want, you know, people of the public who live in Brantford and Brant County to know that from the, the, an organized real estate standpoint, Brantford Regional Real Estate Association is incredibly respected. We are a leader. Um, we are um, often imitated. And in a good way, of course, and we uh, we hit well above our, our weight. So um, kudos to the fine volunteers here at Bria. And if I can add, um, David, a, a second proud moment. Um, engagement from volunteers is always something that is, is hard for any association, whether you're in real estate or not, to accomplish. And for the first time, I won't, dare I say ever, but since I've been involved for the first time, we had to turn volunteers away. People are signing up for committees, trying to volunteer for their local real estate association, 
and we had more people than positions, which is an absolute amazing problem to have. And again, that just shows the hard work of our staff and our volunteers here at Bria. And, you know, people just want to be engaged. They want to have a voice. And that's that's huge for me. I'm so glad you brought that volunteer aspect up, Ray. And of course, John, you know, the, the event, uh, the stakeholder event with the community, with all three levels of government, our civic leaders, that was just, I mean, a first class event, something that has never been done in the 80 year history of Bria. And it was just tremendous. I was truly blown away. And I know everyone that attended uh, was as well. And uh, it was just incredible. But it's a true testament, Ray, to your point, to see that, you know, in an organized real estate association, that we had to actually had too many members volunteering on committees uh, that, that, you know, we had to kind of, it was a great problem to have that we've, and I agree with you, we haven't seen that in the 18 years or so that we've been both um, volunteering with Bria and John, it's been much longer for you. Um, so it is tremendous. And now guys, what are you most looking forward to in 2023? Uh, Ray, I'll, I'll start with you. I would say, honestly, that the biggest thing I, I'm looking forward to in 2023, um, and this may not be the most popular answer with some people, but I am looking forward to working in a balanced market again. Um, you know, we all know the chaos that we just came out of. Like I said earlier, it is extremely stressful being a buyer in a market that has, you know, such a shift in the seller's benefit. It is extremely difficult as a real estate professional to, to work in that market. And I'm looking forward to just going back to old school real estate, you know, working with your sellers, working on your price strategies, revisiting price strategies, and just being able to to spend a bit of time working with your buyers, specifically first-time home buyers, and walking them through the process at a at a reasonable pace. So that would be the biggest thing I'm looking forward to. Yeah, that's tremendous, Ray, and I agree with you. I think we're all kind of almost breathing a sigh of relief as we're into a, a more stable, balanced market, uh, especially in terms of the buying side. And um, you know, we're able to do those inspections and have financing conditions, and buyers are definitely not assuming the level of risk they had to in uh, in the complete seller's market that we had you know a year ago uh, so that's nice to see and and let's not forget too it's important to note um, that when when you're buying and selling and if you already own a home it is relative so even though prices have come down you're paying less for what you're moving into um, you know and and of course, interest rates and inflation come into play on that. Um, but it's still, you know, that risk factor and that frenzied kind of market is behind us. And we're able to, to make some some better um, um, timely choices and not assume that risk. Uh, John, what are you looking forward to most in 2023? I'm going to use the word balanced market. And I echo what Ray said. I like the fact that there is time for buyers to to put their conditions in, to work their conditions. There's time for everybody. There's more product out there. I, I think uh, 2023 is going to be a year of advocacy with our GR department uh, at the board. Uh, we have really, really good working relationships with our MP and MPP. 
Uh, and I think we're going to see more and more of that this year as, as time goes on. Fantastic. We're going to shift to um, kind of an advice segment here. Uh, and I want to lean on, on your guys' experience and knowledge and focus on our newest members of BREA. Um, what is the one thing you think all new members should know? Uh, John, can we start with you? I would say what they should know is, is know that their board, our, our, our organization, uh, is there for them. Uh, we are big in advocacy, not only provincially, federally, and locally. We, we advocate across the country. We represent them. We, we lobby for change for not only our industry, but the consumer. Uh, I would advise that a new member within their first or second year get involved in the board, even by sitting on a committee, or at the very least support the board in, in the activities that the board does throughout the year. That's great, John. And, you know, you mentioned advocacy, and I know that's a passion of yours. Do you mind sharing with our membership and the community at large um, some of that advocacy and action that we saw last year under your leadership, uh, specifically the municipal land transfer tax? Well, the land transfer tax, the city of Brantford was proposing to ask or ask for permission from the, uh, the provincial government to impose a land transfer tax in which the land transfer tax that the city would collect would be used for other things. Uh, we looked at that. Matter of fact, the Ontario Real Estate Association in 2017 had a whole program called Don't Tax My Dream, in which we went province-wide with that. So that came to our attention. We lobbied within hours of hearing about it. And that evening, the city of Brantford opted not to, um, not to implement or not to even further look at the land transfer tax. And now a lot of that's to do with the direct advocacy of our government relations department and our realtors across the city. And I use the government relations department, government relations committee. And that was, that was, that was uh, chaired by Ray Petro. So that whole department committee has done wonderful things. Awesome. Awesome. Ray, do you have anything to add uh, regarding advocacy? Cause I know it's a passion of yours as well. And as John mentioned, um, you were chair of that as well. Yeah, so I'm, I'm currently the chair of the Government Relations Committee. I have one more year uh, on that committee as chair, and then I'll move into the president role in 2024. Uh, yeah, I mean, advocacy is something that and John and I are both very passionate about, but it's very important for a real estate association and our industry in general. There are a lot of people at every level of government that are making decisions um, about the future of real estate and about the future of, of you know, Brantfordtonians' ability to purchase and own real estate. They're making these high-level decisions, and a lot of times they're not fully informed before they do. And that's to no fault of their own, but they're forced to make these decisions that impact all of us. So we made a conscious effort when we were working on our plan to make sure that we were available to all levels of government, you know, to lend an ear to if they had any questions or needed any advice or wanted us to dissect different case studies before they made decisions. And years uh, and years of hard work and volunteering has brought our relationship with all levels of government to where it is today. And our goal moving forward is to continue to strengthen that relationship so that whenever any level of government is forced to make any decisions regarding real estate or home ownership, they feel confident picking up the phone and calling us. So 
That's really what it's all about. Amazing. Thank you. It's been quite remarkable to see our association grow, especially over the last few years and so many new members. Um, We're sitting at around 500 members right now. You guys remember when you started, I'm sure. Um, But what other advice do you have for our new members practically, especially because we're transitioning into more of a balanced market? We're seeing, you know, certain um, opportunities and challenges in terms of interest rates and uh, inflation and, you know, um, supply and demand and, and everything's kind of changing. I guess what's what's some good advice from two experienced realtors to our newest members um, that you'd like to share? Uh, first of all, I have a question for John, um, or I guess a question for both of you. Were you and I alive when John got into real estate? Or were we? <laughs> John's, we, John's a veteran <laughs> member. I'm just going to leave it at that. We, we were definitely alive, but... Uh, Maybe in diapers. Uh, Maybe I, know, I know when I was born, John started high school. I do oh, know there that. you go. Well, I do know that. <laughs> um, no, I mean, my advice to anyone starting out in this industry, um, and, and John answered a little bit of this earlier, get involved. I, I was in real estate for 10 years, maybe 12 years, before I decided to sit on my first BRIA committee. And I am embarrassed to admit, I had no clue what BRIA did. I, I got up, I paid my bills, I went to work, I sold real estate, I went home. That's all I knew. And it wasn't until I volunteered on a committee where I really understood the industry, understood what volunteers do, how important they are, and, and really I became a better realtor and a better broker for it. So I echo what John said, please get involved Put your name forward, uh, sit on whatever committees interest you. My my biggest piece of advice for any new agent starting out is no question is a stupid question. Ask questions. You are likely working in a brokerage or in an environment, hopefully, that you're surrounded by some people with experience, people that have worked in these markets before. They've seen these shifts. Ask questions, and most importantly, listen to the advice they give you. And um, I think you'll do well. If you're humble enough to ask, I think you'll do well. That's a great point. Thanks for sharing that, Ray. Now, John, you've been in the business how many years now? 37, going on 38. 37. Wow, that's incredible. You know, you've, I mean, you must have seen a lot of things in that amount of time. This this business, I mean, as long as I've been in it, is, is changing and evolving all the time. We're having to learn really fast. We're continuously improving our skills and education. And, you know, technology is certainly, you know, um, a huge factor. And, and um, you know, where, what can you share with uh, our newest members, John? I think, that, I think the important thing is, you know, if you don't know the answer, find out. Um, you think you know you may not know ask and I, I agree with Ray if you're humble enough to ask ask an experienced person in your office your broker your manager uh, that's what they're there for um, and a key thing too is work together with one another whether you're the listing agent and one of our mo- local members brings you an offer makes them the selling agent work together work together to make the deal if there's a problem work together to solve it it's not, you know, there's no I in team 
And I'm a firm believer, if I list a property and Ray Petro brings me an offer, even though Ray is a competitor, he's from a different office, together we will get the, the deal done. And if there is a problem after the deal is done, we will work together to, uh, to solve the problem. I mean, some problems just can't be solved through the agents. They have to go through the lawyers. But nonetheless, work together. Work collaboratively. And uh, you're going you're gonna to benefit from it. You're going to learn from it. And you're going to get the respect of the other of the other cooperating agent, and, that, and that's important. Uh, the respect of your peers is always important, in my eyes. That's awesome, and that's um, truly the heart of what we do is cooperation, and and that's the power of our MLS system. Uh, that's what it boils down to: um, is the cooperation amongst selling and buying uh, brokers and realtors. Um, Thanks for tuning in, guys, um, to our first Bria podcast of the year. And we look forward to uh, seeing you next month. And please, uh, if you have any suggestions or topics, uh, please reach out to us again at www.bria.com slash podcast. Let us know what you think and any ideas you have. Take care and we'll see you next month.